Okay, welcome everybody to Community News. This is CoCruncher and Ken Fallon. And let's start by welcoming a few new hosts. That's Dave, New Age Techno Hippie, and Epicanis. Welcome to Hacker Public Radio. And your little friend there, who's who you're babysitting as well for the show. Yeah, that's Loopy. She's barking in the background. I don't know exactly what she's saying. Okay. So, shall we start off doing the show review for last month? Absolutely. Okay. Well, episode 741 was us talking on HPR Community News for last month. And um, you said, you mentioned in that show that we should put out the call um, to see if people wanted to join for this month. But I guess it's a bad weekend given the 4th of July holidays for the majority of our listeners. But yeah, and the 1st of July holiday for Canadians. What's what's the festival, pray tell? Forgive my ignorance. It's Canada Day, 1st of July, oh, so it's a long weekend for us as well. Uh, yes. Okay, but um, what we'll do is we'll put this um, as a regular thing into our Google Calendar page, which I'm planning on embedding into the HPR website. And um, the address information will be provided from the um to the mumble server kindly donated by the guys over at um linux basics works out quite well so I, yeah i have a question about the mumble server um is there is this just for a certain period of time that we have it or are we going to have it for longer i think the guys have registered um for, they've registered uh, another domain name and their view is that they wanted to make it as a service for the greater community. And they've uh, put on uh, rooms and stuff for basically anybody who wants to come in. There's a HPR room there. And you just, it's, if you've never used Mumble before, download the client. You put in the information, uh, you know, the server information, the port number, you pick a, a username. And then you're dumped into a lounge and you can just pick your icon up and drop them into the HPR um, room. And if there's anyone there, they will, and you say hello, physically <laughs> into your microphone, they will hear it on the other side. It couldn't be simpler. Okay. So uh, while I was here last month, recording last month's show, one of the guys called Dave came on board and he was checking it out. So I took the opportunity of recording a show there and he did the now obligatory How I Got Into Linux show. And uh, that actually was the How I Got Into Linux thing was actually started by Monster B. He did a series sometimes back and uh, it was one of the more popular um, one of the more popular uh, ideas. And it seems like a very good one for people to wet their feet. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> so I know that um, 742 was like the first show you recorded with Mumble, and there was a comment about the sound quality, but I think you figured out how to deal with that. Yeah, it's not, um, you know, it's, uh, it was, I was using a cheap mic, and since then I'm now using for this episode um, and subsequent episodes, I'm using my Zoom H2, um, which also doubles as a mic. It's a solid state recorder, but if you just plug in a USB in, it it works as a regular mic. 
and I'm using a good quality headset, so um, there's no feedback. Just a lot of the issues. Um, so the following day was uh, episode five in uh, Scarlet's uh, series, The Language Frontier. And the day after... No, you skipped one. You oh, skipped yeah, yeah, one. Seven for three, the beagle board. Uh, yeah, K5 went and interviewed uh, uh, Jason Crydner about beagle board. What do you think of that one? <clears throat> it's, it's really interesting. I mean, <clears throat> just because it's fanless and doesn't need a lot of power, there's so much you can do with it. I just checked out the website, and there are lots of projects actually using the BeagleBoard. Yeah, you did some uh, robotics hardware hacking stuff, so this would be right up your alley. Um, yeah, I did. That was like many years ago. So. <laughs> I'm uh, still have you on board for some HPR episodes on that. But uh, um, I think I'm going to do the T-shirt one first. Okay then. <laughs> the. Uh, I, I must say I'm uh, I'm a sucker for this hardware hacking stuff. I've never really done any hardware hacking as yet, but I've it's always something that I'm you know find intriguing and basically want to do. It's very intriguing. It just takes a lot of time, and um, I'm just still waiting for this HPR show that kind of does like a 101 introduction to hardware hacking that I could just get started again. Yeah. Uh, I also have an Arduino kind of flying around on my <clears throat> desk here and and I hope I get some kind of introduction to something that I really want to do. Um, and then 744 was the Manage Frontier episode 5. And then we had Mr. Gadgets who uh, is saving my queue. Thank you very much, Mr. Gadgets. Um, give us a rundown on the uh, innovative software uh, about the Wings spreadsheet software program. And, and I have to say that Wings thing is misspelled, which somebody pointed out in the comments. It actually should be Wings with a Z at the end. And I'm wondering how, can we make corrections yeah, 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 to this? Can, yeah. Do I have to go into the database to correct it? Yeah, I'll have to go into the database, away. but not to worry, I can do that. I think we should. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Sorry for the misspelling. Oh, we are we are human. Um, okay, f f can you remind me to do that after the show, please? <laughs> yes, I'll put a note into the show notes, maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, interview uh, seven four six was an interview I did with Tony Whitmore about Ag Camp Eleven, and that was also recorded with Mumble. Um, just. A reminder to, for everybody, it'll be on August 13th and 14th in Farnham Maltings in the UK. Um, and when I was looking this up, I realized that I'd spent a year living within uh, about five kilometers of there. So it's a really nice area, really good beer. Um, it's easy to get to from Gatwick Airport if you're flying in. We will be holding, uh, we will have a booth there and I'll probably uh, offer to do um a talk about HPR and if I do um, and it's accepted it, because it's a bar camp so you don't know who's going to vote for it or, or whatever so if people are interested in that and I get to talk I will record that as a show and hopefully during that show I will record somebody else's doing a podcast in that show so 
that is that is my plan and if you're coming uh, i know that uh, jwp is going to be coming over and uh, so uh, i'm looking forward to seeing him and uh, if there's anybody else please give me a shout Okay, Sin47, I was kind of talking to Phoenix the first, for the first time, and we talked about botnets, which was very interesting, and then we talked about DNS tunneling, which was kind of a little bit over my head. No, it was cool. But I hope people got something out of it. I, uh, I actually, um, Bob, a friend of mine, tried that one time. Um, didn't work as it happened, but uh, yeah. Uh, it's kind of interesting. The following day, we had 748, Dismal Science, doing uh, my favorite audio casts. And uh, Brother Mouse says he totally agrees about Babbage. Yes, I listen to Babbage yeah. too. Um, it's it's an interesting podcast. Okay. Never uh, One thing I was kind of of hoping for with this podcast was that the, there would be all the links to these audio casts yeah. that would have been a great thing for the show show notes yeah if you're doing uh, and this is a great series as well my favorite audio cast because everybody who obviously is listening to hacker public radio listens to um podcasts so if you're doing these um my favorite audio casts or what's on my mp3 player ones can you send an export of your OPML file or um, your bash potter file or whatever export file you have, even if it's only a text file, with the links, and we'll add that to the show notes. Did you say OPML file? Yes, it's a, um, as, you, as you probably know, and the listeners probably know, I'm a XML junkie. It's a format for uh, exporting RSS feeds. So if you have a list of um, news items in your um, podcatcher or in your RSS reader, it's a standard format that you can export from one application into another. So if you use Google Reader or Google Listen, you can export your podcasts into OPML. Okay, 749, I guess. Um, this one is titled Editing the Podcast, Part 1, Preparation. Uh, that was Robin from uh, Robin Gatling from the Full Circle podcast. He's got a whole series of these queued up, and they're uh, it's it's part of our syndicated Thursday. Um, um, and I was thinking that we should probably we've gotten a lot of these audio podcasts. Um, uh, you know how to do your show, how to edit your show, auditing tips. You know, Clatu did one on on. Um, on uh, Audacity and Pipeman Music did one on Audur. Um so we should probably put them together somewhere so that uh, people can pick their uh, shows depending on their skill level. Yes, absolutely. And what I like about these show notes is that they actually say the runtime of the show, which um, I find nice information. Yes, it's it's actually a very uh, very nice. Um, his shows are, are the whole full circle podcast is very well edited. It's like a professional. Um, he's very he's trimmed down the intro of HPR nice and short. Uh, he merges it into his own. It's, it's very clear what he's doing. And as an example of how to um, edit a show, this is of course that takes a lot of time, and I will not be doing that for this. But as a as a goal, it's definitely uh, a good. Um, 
a good starting off point. Actually, that runtime thing is something that we can get, so we should actually have that automatically added into the uh, show notes. Yes, with our reworking of the whole CMS and so on. More about that later. Tune in to the second half of HPR Community News. Then we had my path to Linux, uh, the new age techno hippie. Um, Starting 1995, Red Hat, uh, Fedora. Um, And then he he was saying that he didn't like the change from Red Hat to Fedora, so he uh, switched to... Slackware and then to Arch Linux, and he's now started using Memo and the Zen 900. So uh, hopefully we'll be hearing a lot more from him as time goes on. There are uh, he's also no, I probably want to. Uh, prob- he's been in touch about some ideas for other shows, so I'm very excited about those ones. The next one was um, binary evolutions. Which is Lord Dragonbluff and Downer, um, with lots and lots and lots of links to um, to the topics in question. Um, this was a um, a show that um, I bumped up the queue because there was a uh, it was Downer's first show, or so I thought until I listened until I heard it in the stream. Uh, apparently, he did uh, co-hosted one earlier on, but he didn't get credit to. For it, which is again something we'll be rectifying in the new CMS, um, that you'll be able to assign multiple hosts to a, to a single show, and um, there there was some comments in the uh, about the talking over each other in the in the show. Yeah, I know that's I think something that is often criticized, like new people doing podcasts that they talk over each other but it's really hard not to i have to say yeah i think uh, a lot of it in that show was as a result of um the recording two different wav files um and i i've also noticed it here when we record mumble that um for the same recording you have a minute or two extra at the end so what i've had to do is go in and delete the silence delete spaces of silence on the on the longer track to try and get them back it was very noticeable at the end of the last hpr admin show it seemed like i was talking over um alden the whole time when in fact it was that the audio tracks had got out of sync oh i see so you actually when you record with mumble is it a lot of manual work in the end um well last last month it was because um uh, was uh, your mic was on the whole time so i had to put mutes in but um recording the episode uh, for cc hits it was actually quite okay because i had uh, my mic muted whenever i wasn't talking and then i just noticed at the end that there was this extra space and then when i listened to the questions and answers at the back at the end of the show i realized that they had gone out of phase and that kind of happens with web files. There's, a, I remember, uh, Pipeman Music was talking about this on the Open Source Musicians podcast. That there's a, a you can get a web file with timing in it, so that that doesn't happen. But um, I guess that's not been implemented with Mumble. Okay, but um, back to the content of this show. I mean, I, yes. I found it really interesting. It was actually good that it got bumped up because they talked about uh, a lot of kind of news item yeah. that if they would have been 
in the normal queue, they were, would have been a little bit out of date. Yeah, exactly. And there is rule one there is uh, is for that type of thing. Um, for, you know, stuff that's newsworthy, it needs to be bumped to the top of the queue. In this case, I asked a few people if they minded and uh, they didn't. So, And then we had... Okay. Mr. Sorry, you want to take 7.52? No, you go for it. Okay. Um, my pat to Linux, Knopics, Mr. Gadgets. Yes, in fact, we have reached the Knopics station. <laughs> but uh, the journey is not over. No, not at all. And the next one? 755. Uh, Barryman again with his jazz. 753, surely. Interview with Clapton. Did we skip 753? Yeah, 753. Oh. This was uh, uh, K5 entering. Um, K5, oddly enough, interviewing Clatu, who is the all time favorite host here on HBR. Um, and he uh, was talking about Slacker Media, which is a, a distribution, a meta distribution. Um, done by, uh, maintained by Klaatu and based on Slackware. And it's actually really interesting to look at their website and, and also see all the tools that they're using. And the documentation is really great. Yes, it is. It's, uh, but I, I shudder at the concept of, um, of building something on Slackware and having to maintain this whole thing. But I guess if you're already a Slackware person... Um, I, I think it's just a documentation on how to get your, this, I mean, how to actually set up your Slackware for, uh, if you're a media person. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think it's a real distro on its own. No. Well, it is in the same way Linux from scratch is a distro, so, and that's nothing but a, a document. Okay. Um, and then Scarlet episode six was the last uh, was the last episode in the um, the language frontier and the universal. There's a comment there about the universal language that English is a universal language and Esperanto is a dream. So uh, if you want to read that, you can um, read the comment. No, if uh, if one our listeners want to read comments, they, that they oh, can. Oh, okay. You just okay. go to the syndication page, and you'll see links to the comments. And now you were talking about seven five five. I don't know why I skipped so far ahead. <laughs> yeah, seven five five. I think I skipped so far ahead because I kind of really like this show because it's really a um, it's bare man, and and he really knows what he's talking about, and you can learn a lot about. Yeah how to record music with Linux. Yes, this is, uh, his stuff is another one that's going to be going on to this audio um, page whenever we get it set up. Yes. And uh, he's got, a lot of people are um, interested in it. Really interesting stuff. I could listen all day. And uh, <laughs> yes, that is actually the feeling you get. And I'm beginning to uh, get into his uh, I don't know if he's picked a more uh, middle-of-the-road type jazz tunes, but uh, they're they're becoming. I can uh, I can listen to them now. Do you, do you like jazz? 
Well, you know, after the last time when we both kind of admitted that we don't like <laughs> jazz, I, I felt a little bad because I really liked his show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, I and, and I like, you know, musicians. And I can listen to jazz when I can see the person actually doing it or uh-huh. know more about the person doing it. But I'm not a person that goes to jazz concerts. Uh, all right. um, and then the following day we had Joel doing uh, basic RF. And uh, this was actually in direct uh, was a request by myself for um, for more on the uh, more information from Joel on basic uh, you know an introduction to RF and what's actually going on and I found it uh, I found it quite interesting uh, really interesting he's got some very good links there to AMFM single side band which I listened to and followed along the show um, he did record the show uh, while walking to the bus so that is um, takes away somewhat from the other quality and that's uh, somebody mentions that in the comments which is fair enough uh, I've been accused of of that very same thing myself in one show. Uh, I think it was episode uh, seventy eight, way back when. But uh, as Droop said to me back then, um, HBR is about the quality of the content and not necessarily about the quality of the audio. So um, I hope Joel continues to do that. And I was, I've asked him. Uh, if he wouldn't mind, what I think would be really cool if we did have two listeners, uh, if there was somebody else within radio range of Joel that could um, go on a, on a radio um, on the CB or whatever and uh, record a show um, that's recorded over the airwaves so that we could get a feeling for what one of these shows would be like or you know what the communication would be like. What do you think of that idea? I absolutely like the idea. Um, I I didn't quite like the comment that he got about the audio quality because it wasn't very constructive. Yeah, uh, I think maybe if somebody has a show where the audio quality for some reason is not optimal, it may help to just mentioned that at the beginning of the show like how why he why the sound quality is like that and and then people may understand a little better well he did explain in the show that um he was doing it deliberately so that he uh, so that you know you would get the feeling of the purpose of or of um um having your own licensed ham radio was so that he, you know, the, the audio quality was not going to be optimal. So that if you were into perfect audio quality, ham radio was, you know, this is what you can expect. It's not always brilliant. It can also be rough. So um, I guess in that vein, he was he was quite right in saying it. And I will say again here, we at HPR will accept any show um, so long as it's audible. And th- that means, you know, you might have to strain to listen to hear some words you might have to um yeah you might have to say rewind it or whatever to pick things up again but if um somebody has gone to the effort to make a show 
um, then we're going to put it on, on for sure. Um, with one of, with the show where they were talking over each other, I emailed the guys to say, you know, I'm putting it on, but you do know that it's uh, that you're talking over each other, and apparently they did, and they had tried to edit it as much as possible, and that's what they got out of it. So um, at that point, I thought, well, that's fair enough. You can't ask for more than that. I guess so. And then everybody's free to actually listen to the show or not. So, Yeah, exactly. If, if, if something that you can't handle, just you know, delete it and move on to the next show. As that's the thing about HPR. There's always something else. So, uh, 758 was an interview. No, no, no. 757. <gasps> what are we doing today? We're all... All over the place. We're all you messed take, up. You take 757. <laughs> Acknowledgement, courtesan. We can't skip that one. No, we can't. Go for it. Well, it's a great show. I don't think we can do it justice by, you know, talking about it. Everybody should just listen to it. Don't. Um, a very, you know, some people, I don't know if uh, he's done uh, podcasting before, but if he hasn't, he's you know, like a duck to water, it has to be said. Um, so go listen to that show. The following day was myself, who is far from a, a podcaster, with an interview with John the Nice Guy Spriggs, and this was uh, about cchits.net. Um, and it was more, uh, you know, I had intended to interview the guy, but it was more like just a chat with John. So uh, if hopefully, hopefully you went to cchits.net and you got something from it. I actually went there and they are looking for developers and I was very tempted, but then I wouldn't have time to do anything for HPR. No, no don't so. go there. You don't want to go there. <laughs> um, no, you do. Actually, uh, I wanted to make a note here today that if um, it was a mammoth interview, so I guess maybe a lot of people missed it, but um, we, are, we are here on HPR uh, if people want to put uh, Creative Commons music into their shows, feel free to do that, number one. And number two, if you are um, willing or want to um, submit um, shows to cchits.net on behalf of HPR, then feel free to do that. I'm thinking perhaps of people like Pokey who have downloaded a lot of songs from Songfight. Um, so, and Berryman. Yes, exactly. So the following day we had 759, I guess. It's 759, isn't it? <laughs> we... Yeah, LPI study group. I I had to look up on the web what the LPI actually stands for uh, because they kind of they jump into the whole thing. Yes. I, wanna, yeah, I, I wanted to give some background to this, but it's a... Um, I think we covered it in the last, I mentioned in the last show, but the LPI is a Linux Professional Institute, um, and it's a, a, rather than get certified as Red Hat or Novell or or whoever, HP or IBM version of Linux, it's a, it's a generic base of uh, qualification that's vendor neutral. Um, and it's actually quite well respected. So uh, these guys are, there's 13 modules, they've got 13 weeks, will they do it? Um, because there's a, a test for $100 uh, at the Ohio Linux Fest. Personally, I think they, 
have their work cut out for them. So I thought in order to give them a little bit of promotion, we put that on Syndicated Thursday. Yeah, I think that's a good one. And 760, the last one, yep. is Klaatu talking to... Rob Zero. Rob Zero of slacksbuilds.org. And I recommend everybody to actually look up uh, slacksbuilds.org uh, website to see what is there because it's quite amazing. It, there's quite a wealth of... Um, <clears throat> builds for Slackware that you can get from there. Do you run Slackware? No. <laughs> okay. Hello? I, I only just started using Linux. I'm a Unix person. Okay. That's, that's allowed too, you know? Yeah, it's not that far away from Linux, but it's different. Yes, it is. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it actually was my first... Um, First Linux distribution to get going, but that's a that's something for another time. I just want to quickly go through the thanks and apologies. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank Fifty One Fifty um, for sending on a picture of a combine harvester. Just to give you some background on that, he, uh, you know, we're still shipping um, HPR stickers. I know you guys are quite low on them, so we'll probably um, try and order some more. I have some for. Um, so I sent out some uh, recently, and um, I'll have some for OgCamp to give them out there. But um, people who have received them have started sending back uh, pictures of them in the wild, and 5150 stuck one onto his combine harvester, and it was zoomed in quite close. And you can see it on the uh, on the um, Google Picasa website thing. So um, my kids didn't know what it was. And then I asked him for a bigger version of it, and uh, he sent me a big, you know, a picture of the combine harvester in the field. And my kids were incredibly impressed that I knew somebody who had a combine harvester. There you go. Um, there you go. Yeah. Lost in Bronx and Mr. Gadgets, thank you very much for letting me reschedule the shows. And Jonathan Nadeau from Frostbite uh, Media. Um, did looked across the three sites, the WordPress site and the Drupal site and HPR itself to see how they were accessibility-wise. And I'd like to apologize to uh, Ice Gnu for how um, you had some trouble recording a show via the call-in line. If you do record a show via the call-in line, you must put a um, pound sign, octothorpe hash sign at the end or your recording doesn't get saved. Now, uh, 5150 is looking into whether we can do something about that going forward. That they'll, you know, recordings regardless will be sent up. But um, he has offered to re-record. And hopefully he'll do that. So, anything else? How did the um, business cards go, by the way? For self? Yes. They did not arrive in time. No. Unfortunately. I don't know what the problem was, but Moo reprinted them, and now there there are 400 business cards with Pokey for the next whatever festival. Okay, cool. Did we hear back anything on how it went itself? No, I didn't hear anything. I don't know if the conference pack arrived in time. Okay. I hope so. Was it Pokey running that, or was it uh, Klaatu? No, it was Klaatu okay. and... 
and um, someone else. Sorry, my brain is not working yes, right now. Mine is not working as well. Apologies. This will be a no apologies for next month. Um, okay, a uh, few things about the, if you're uploading a show. Um, we are, we, the admins are responsible for adding the old caro.net um, outro at the end of the show. So we'll update that. Um, so if you could download the new outro to your show and um, use that instead. I'd also like to switch to using HTML for the show notes. Uh, so there'll be an updated version of the readme file um, this month. So if you could have a look at that, please. And we'll comment more about that at the end of the month. Um, shall we go through some of the other news that was on the mailing list? It's It's been a bit quiet this month. So um, the mailing list is at hackerpublicradio.org forward slash mail list will redirect you over there. If you're not on it already, please join, even if you're not a HPR host. Yeah, let's talk about the harebrained idea. I, I didn't respond, but I actually would like to participate, especially if we do it with Bumble. Yes, can you... Uh, can you tell, tell our listeners what that hairbrand idea is? Um, it's some audio recording. I don't really remember <laughs> the details. That I mean, I, I always wanted to go back and respond, but um, I didn't, so I don't remember. Well, I think the, well. uh, the idea there is that he wants, he's thinking of doing a theatrical production, some production, using uh, the voice talent of the HPR hosts. <laughs> and community so you don't have to be a hpr uh, host to participate you can just be a hpr listener is more than fine if you're interested in uh, adding your voice to the uh, theater work of lovies okay and we had uh, corba uh, with a idea to have a creative commons uh, ogcast netcast whatever cast and video torrent tracker and he's been busy uh, looking into that so if there's people interested um, go back on the mail list and have a we look at that gets quite technical on the whole torrent thing what they're what they're trying to do so um, should we deal with selecting the CMS now yeah I see that you got some feedback um... Yeah, from tell us about from it. Jonathan. Um, I, right. I, one of the main stated goals of any CMS or any HPR site is that it's got to be accessible, um, particularly for blind users. Um, I don't, um, I'm still working on some ideas how to make it accessible for deaf users. Yes, don't laugh, it's a podcast. Um, so, um, uh, he was kind enough. Yeah, if any of you is listening to any of his this weekend, Debian this weekend, Fedora this weekend, whatever, um, you know that he's very busy at the minute. But he did take time to go and look over um, the HPR site, the um, Drupal site, and the WordPress site to see how they were all going to work out. Um, and he his points are that the original that the HPR site is, is isn't that bad. He preferred the WordPress site mostly because um, yeah, the person did a better uh, job with the layout. Um, the Drupal site he says is generally very accessible, um, but it could be cleaned up a little. So um, uh, so that is 
and he gave us some more, you know, advice on how to do um do some um tips on Drupal. Uh, yeah, but anyways, it seems that with whatever system we choose, it's gonna work accessibility yes. wise. And the last interesting part about that was uh, he has a shout out. I don't he and I quote here. I don't know if you're a web designer, which I'm not, uh, but it would be cool for someone to do a HPR episode on website accessibility. I can speak on accessibility, but not on design and accessibility. So if there are website designers out there. Uh, somebody who designs website for a living slash hobby, then um, it would be a nice conversation to have with uh, with Jonathan to see okay how can we uh, how can we improve the accessibility of a site and you know ask good questions. So, and it would be great for us to learn as much absolutely. as possible to make a very great hacker public radio website yes. in the future. So there's a website somebody who does website design. Um, and knows the questions to ask. Um, feel free to volunteer, or at least, you know, if you don't want to do the show yourself, drop us an, a quick email with some points to ask, and we'll we'll be sure and get that done. So we've had a few meetings about um, the um, the website. Um, I spoke to Ira. I spoke to uh, Code Cruncher and uh, a few other people on email, and. As, as it turns out, regardless of which solution we pick, we're going to have to um, hard code um, our own stuff. Well, not hard code. We're going to have to code certain elements of the HBR website anyway. So what we've decided to do is take baby steps and improve the site as it stands now at the moment. And where possible, use external services for all the cool features. So I don't know if yeah, and what whatever we hard code, we can always port it over to another CMS if if we decide to make that yeah, step. It's, and yeah, it's probably the safest thing to do anyway for the moment. Um, on the IRC yeah. channel, uh, we had Pegwall has offered to mirror HPR. Now I know uh, we. I want to uh, have Stank send in a Stank dog uh, send in a. He has promised me a pod episode on, you know, the specs of the server and the bandwidth that we're pulling down. I think I'm trying to consolidate that statistical information anyway. Um, so that would be probably interesting for our listeners. But he has offered to host a mirror, and as a backup, I think I'll uh, I'll start FTPing um, stuff over to him. Okay, next point. Callisto FM, what's that about? Well, I got an email out of the blue saying that somebody had suggested that we go to, we put Hacker Public Radio on Callisto FM, um, which is um, one of these um, streaming services. But um, unfortunately, they did, uh, as I was reading the terms of service, they um, don't allow recording or uh, redistribution of any of their streams, which is incompatible with the Creative Commons license that we released the show under. So therefore, um, I think personally that that would be a violation of our license. So, Too bad. Maybe we can find some other streaming services that would well, I don't know match. If, 
Yeah, I don't know if uh, if it would be because I mean we say in the maybe we should add to the outro that you can download the show for free at hackerpublicradio.org. So it's despite the fact it's been streamed by them, they are conforming to the license because it's licensed under that, and so long as people know where they can get it. So more to think about, I guess. Yeah, good point. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about is the CC by SA thing. Yeah, which, that's going well, isn't it? It, it is. Uh, 17 hosts have replied, though. So we still have 107 who haven't replied. So Well, you didn't... Oh, did you ask for replies? I know that people just spontaneously said that for to them it's okay, but you only asked for feedback, not really for everybody to reply whether they are okay with it. No, I asked them. Well, I thought I asked them for a reply. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what I'll do. And this is something I need to ask anyway. I will ask yes or no uh, if people want their show relicensed. So this is a notification to everybody who has hosted the show. I will be sending an email to you asking explicitly um, whether you license the show and of course I'll take those hosts out if I have not heard back from you um, and you you assumed that you had given permission or not please email me because I need a um, I need a copy of a document somewhere with your email address on it to say that you approved the license change I just can't go ahead willy-nilly and change it but even though we only have 17 hosts who have returned all of so that's 100 percent you know, of people, which is very positive. Um, that corresponds to a let me of... Let me rephrase that. 100% of the people that have replied agree to have the permission changed. Thank you very much for that. Are you a lawyer in your day life? <laughs> um, so that corresponds to a third of the shows so far have been relicensed. So that's kind of cool. And I don't know if you saw it, uh, Code Cruncher, but I've modified the CMS that um, you can select the license per host now. I haven't seen it, but that's good. If you go into the edit host thing, you can. Uh, there's a drop down there. And um, starting this month, now that we've decided to go ahead with the current site, I'll be adding RSS feeds, um, versions of the feeds, so that um, you have a CC by SA and, and greater feed and the non-commercial feeds. And I don't know that's enough. That's all I have. That's, I think, all we had on the list. So that's the end of the community news for May 2011. Thank you very much for joining us. And next month we'll post it in the, on the mailing list and on the website. If you want to join the show, feel free to do so. And it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from Co-Cruncher. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. For more information on the show and how to contribute your own shows, visit hackerpublicradio.org.